Hi, and welcome to the Lesbian Love Podcast, where we will delve into the world of lesbian love and reveal the secrets to overcome the frustrations of dating and relationships, navigate lesbian culture, discuss sex topics, woohoo, you heard that right, and how to move to conscious loving and more. Welcome, everyone, to the Lesbian Love Podcast. We have a special guest. It's something that we all need, but we don't always want to listen and take advice. I'd like to welcome Sally Green to our Zoom stage and to our podcast. Sally does some extraordinary things with people, and she is all about self-care. Sally, I don't know if everyone really knows what self-care is. We hear that term a lot. Can you share with us what is self-care in your opinion? Sure. Um, it's great to be here. Thank you for inviting me. And, you know, um, self-care actually is about taking care of ourselves so that we can be healthy, so that we can be well, so that we can do our jobs, so that we can care for our family um, and others. And so we have the energy that we need to accomplish our dreams and to go after what it is we want. Um, I think a, a lot of times uh, we get so bogged down with taking care of everything else, especially as women, that we forget to take care of ourselves. And so, um, and that's kind of what I do. I call myself the self-care rock star. And I've been doing this for the past year. And I am just absolutely loving it. Wow. Well, I know I hear from a lot of my friends, we never have time for us, whether it's your job or your children or extended family. Other things seem to take up our time and we women seem to give more of our time to other things. But when it comes time for ourselves, we put that in last place. And it sounds like you're wanting us to put it in first place. Is that right? Yeah. Well, you know, it, it, this all started during the pandemic. I um. I heard a quote from Les Brown, the great Les Brown. And he said, um, you know, we need to fill our cup to overflowing and only give to people from the overflow, constantly keep ourselves filled. And that was something that was foreign to me. And I was like, you know what? I've been doing it wrong all these years. I have been giving and giving and giving until my cup was almost empty and I was tired and exhausted. And then doing one or two things to fill my cup up and to get it filled, maybe a little bit flowing over, but not much. And then giving and giving and giving and giving until it was almost empty again. And I was like that concept of just constantly keeping our, our cups filled to the point of overflowing was like, wow, maybe that's, maybe that's the key. And so um, I've been on this journey um, for the last year and a half, and it's been, it's been amazing. And so that's what I've been doing. I've been giving to myself to the point of overflowing. And I've started with just small little habits um, that over a matter of, of months and now years have totally transformed my life. I'm so excited because I really want to delve into those in just a minute, but I have to ask you, how did you get that moniker, the self 
hair rock star. I love it. And I love your background on the screen. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you know, um, actually, it came to me in a dream. I was um, trying to think of a name for my program. I wanted to create a program and help women design and create a self-care plan for themselves. So that was my, my goal. It's like, I've been through this. I've learned so much over this past year. Maybe I can now help women and bring them in and show them what I've done. Um, and so I was talking to a friend and, and they said, you know what, you're a rock star. And I was like, yeah, okay, yeah, I like that. You know, and that night I went to sleep and I had a dream and I woke up and I was like, the self-care rock star. That's what I'm going to call myself. And so I jumped up and I went on GoDaddy to see if the, uh, the domain was available. And sure enough, it was there. So I bought, I don't know, two or three different versions of it. And I was like, this is what I'm going to call myself. And this is what I'm going to call my program. And this is what I'm going to call my people. So, you know, when you work with me, you're a, you know, you're a self-care rock star. And um, it's That's uh, wonderful. It's been just it's been just fun. It's just a fun little thing. And uh, it's, it's been exciting to, to do this. Well, I'm hoping that you're going to give my audience some great tips so they can become self-care rock stars. It doesn't matter um, anything about your sexuality. I mean, my audience is lesbians, but we women in general, we don't do a very good job of taking care of ourselves. So you had mentioned that during COVID, you started to realize how important this was. Can you tell me how you got started on your own personal self-care journey? Well, I'll tell you, I, um, my husband and I own a small uh, cleaning and janitorial company, and I've been doing that for the last 25 years. And during COVID um, was the first time in probably five or six years that I had time off because I was so, I hadn't even taken a vacation. We would take maybe a long weekend in the summer once or twice uh, during the year. But other than that, we hadn't taken a vacation or didn't have any block of time off in over five years. And wow. so when I had that, the first week was week was great. It was like a vacation, you know? And it was like, okay, we don't, we're not going to work because none of our customers wanted us in. And the, the business that we were cleaning for had sent all their employees home. So we weren't doing that. And I was like, this is great. And then I looked in the mirror. It was May 25th of 2020. And I looked in the mirror and I didn't recognize the person who was looking back at me. And I was like, oh my goodness. you done to yourself? I was over 80 pounds overweight and I was depressed and um, I had no energy and I was just sad. And it was, I was, okay, you know what? Something has to change. Something has to change. And um, I said to my daughter, let's go for a walk. My daughter's 26 years old. I said, let's just get out of the house and just, I mean, because we'd been inside and we had been cooking out on the deck and stuff a couple of times. But I said, let's just go for a walk. And we went for a walk and her and I started talking and my husband joined us. And I said, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm, we're changing. We're doing something different. And so I came home that night um, her and I joined Weight Watchers. I um, went and I said, you know, we're going to start eating healthier. 
I threw out all the junk food in the house, the potato chips, the candy, the ice cream, everything was good as gone. And we, I said, we're going to start shopping. I learned how to shop better. Uh, I went and got all of our recipes, the things that we like to eat re on a, a regular basis. And I figured out ways to make them healthier. You know, I bought diet, um, uh, salad dressings and low fat cheeses and just um, just took and tweaked all of our recipes. Um, and that's really how it started. And then it just kind of snowballed from there. And, and every couple of weeks, I just added something different. And I started doing different things. Um, I started reading books. I started taking online classes. I started getting up and meditating in the morning and um, in eating breakfast, which was something I had never, ever done. I mean, I would get up, grab a cup of coffee and out the door to work and, and I wouldn't eat anything until lunch. I never ate breakfast. And, um, so I think that all of these things kind of, you know, snowballed. And now I look back at the person that I was and I am, I'm totally different. I would not have thought last March that I would be doing any of this stuff that I'm doing now. So it's been, it's been a journey. It sounds like a wonderful journey. And it's, it's kind of interesting how for a lot of us, it takes something in our lives that occurs before we sort of wake up to a change. And we're so glad that you woke up and that you're creating a business out of this so that you can help others. I'm wondering about this because I know we women are notorious for being really bad at self-care. I mean, where, where does that come from? Why are we so bad at it? We, we love to go get pedicures and manicures and our hair done, but the other stuff we don't tend to do. So what, what's going on with us? Yeah, you know, I think there's a big mis misconception on self-care and that it's synonymous with self-indulgence and being selfish. And, um, and, there, and, and there are people who are selfish, but that's not the majority of women. The majority of women are nurturers. They are caregivers. They're the people who are the, the go-to people. And um, it's really about making ourselves healthy enough so that we can take care of other people. I mean, you know, we, we talk about the, um, you know, when you go on a, a plane, they tell you put your oxygen mask on first before you can, you got to help yourself before you help others. And it's kind of cliche, but it's so true because you've, you've got to be healthy. You've got to be strong. And, and it's not just your physical body. It's mentally, it's emotionally, it's spiritually. If you can be spiritually strong, if you could be mentally strong, you can help other people who are hurting. And that's, you know, that's key. And, and, and that's, I think, you know, and it's funny that I, I look out and I see that uh, so many people, when I ask them, well, what do you want? I want to help other people. Everybody says, I want to help other people. I want to help other people. Well, you know what? In order for you to help other people, you need to help yourself first. You need to love yourself first in order to help anybody. Because if, you're, if your insides are messed up, like mine were a year and a half ago, you're not, go, you're not gonna be good for anybody. Um, so 
Yeah, I totally agree with you there. That's really what I do in my business. Uh, it's all about self-love and really having that unconditional love for ourselves that we would have for a child or a parent or perhaps a partner. That That's so true. You know, I think that I have felt guilt before in taking care of myself when I was in a relationship. It's like, oh gosh, if I do this, my partner's going to feel like I'm selfish. So I think it's, it's that feeling of selfish, but also that guilt. I don't want to feel guilty. So I love that, that saying about putting your oxygen mask on first, because you're no good for your family, for your partner, for anyone, if you aren't well taken care of and healthy and energetic. It's, exactly. it's really good, but it takes us a while to figure that out, it, it seems like. It, it took me 58 years in a pandemic to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, so, so how do you feel self-care benefits us? And is it important to add it to our daily routine or weekly or just some regular schedule? What would you recommend? Well, you know, it's funny that there's a lot of habits that we have on a daily basis that we really need to get rid of. Mm, um, that's interesting. I'm listening. <laughs> I mean, things like, you know, sitting in front of the TV at night and, and watching things or um, driving and listening to the radio when we could be listening to a book on tape. Okay. Um, instead of watching TV, reading a book. Um, instead of, uh, you know, when you get up in the morning, get some kind of a routine together where you're have so you, that you have time to sit and meditate, maybe set your alarm five minutes early so that before you get even get out of bed, you can get your head straight and, and, and be thinking about, okay, this is what I'm going to do today. And it's going to go great. And, and, and picture your day going amazing. So, um, and, and a lot of what I do is visualization and meditation and saying, okay, this is what I want. This is what I want today to accomplish today. And this is what I want to happen. And then visualizing it going well. Um, and then at night too, visualizing what the next day, what tomorrow is going to be like. So um, there's, there's a lot of things that we can do on a daily basis to add to our habits and to change the bad habits and change our negative, our, our stinking thinking um, and, and, making it, um, and making it easier for us to, you know, to get through the day. Um, to, so, go ahead. What I hear you saying is the reason for it is to kind of get your head straight, to enable you to visualize your day and then maybe even at the end of the day to kind of review it, celebrate, celebrate what's worked and what hasn't, maybe just choose to do it differently next next day, something mm -hmm. like that. Yeah, yeah. In fact, I have a, a worksheet here and, and that's what you know I have on here is what worked today, what was my favorite part, what didn't work and what distracted me. So mm. each night I get having, you know, I sit down in, in journal and say, okay, this worked today. This, I, you know, I was distracted because I was sitting here playing games when I should have been, you know, working on my, my writing or working on this or whatever it was. Um, so, um, you know, we all have 24 hours in a day. Yes. And some of us are able to, some people are able to use that to their benefit and um, getting away from doing things that are, that distract us 
and filling that with new habits that bring us joy and that bring us closer to our purpose and closer to our desires is key. When is there a place for relaxing like TV or just hanging out with friends? And for, to me, hanging out with friends is real self-care. It's so important to just sit and laugh and catch up and have a glass of wine or two and enjoy a meal together. But uh, the TV part, I would agree. I'm, I'm spending more, or at least I was spending more time than I wanted to. And I am trying to decrease the amount of time I spend and stop binge watching, right? That's, yeah. that's the biggest time suck. So what, is, what, sorry, what, do you feel, what do you feel would be appropriate for most people and it would still allow them to have time for the self-growth and meditation and relaxation? Well, that was one of the things when I first started was, you know, all this COVID stuff was all over the news, all over the TV, every program I was watching. And I was like, you know what? I cannot, I cannot get, do this and listen to this. So one of the first things I did was shut off the TV. And I was like, you know what? I am going to just go on my, my phone and look for the news that I want to see. And I knew what was going on, but it wasn't 24 seven in my face. Um, and so, you know, I, I think that helped, that helped with my mental health and that helped with um, my anxiety and stress over this past year. And it helped me to get focused on what it was I really wanted. So um, let's take someone that's been watching a lot of TV, wasting a lot of time because they have felt so out of sorts during COVID and they want to create some new habits. Are there any ways you would suggest slowly inserting these good habits into your, into your life? Any, any thoughts on that? Yeah. I mean, the thing is, my big thing is reading and, and learning. Learn something new. Find something that you're passionate about and learn about it. If you like photography, then start go, go on YouTube and find some YouTube channels about photography. If you like to paint or you like art, go on and, and look up some YouTube artists that, that teach. Um, if you wanna learn a, a language, you wanna travel and you wanna go somewhere, you just, just plan a trip, even if you're, you don't go, but just sit and say, okay, this, if, I, if I had the money and if I had the time and if COVID wasn't happening, where would I go? And, and plan the whole thing out like, like you're going. Um, so do things to, that are gonna make yourself happy. Do things that are going to bring you joy. Um, and, and I agree with you is going in, in out with your friends is huge and nurturing those relationships. And it's not, you know, with your friends, with your family, with your spouse, um, whoever it is, is creating those relationships and nurturing them is so important. And that, that's another part of self-care is being able to hang out with some of your friends and, and schedule time for it, schedule time for it. I mean, at least, you know, once or twice a week say, you know, what? all right, I'm taking time. You know, I'm not going to watch TV on Friday night. I'm going out with my girlfriends or I'm going to go take a, a painting class or I'm going to go do this. So um, there are ways to fit to fit it in your schedule, because if, it, it's, if it's important to you, you'll find you'll find the time you'll find. the. Yeah, it sounds like people need to actually schedule it. I've got a lot of self-care habits. And, you know, sometimes it seems like, wow, I do a lot of these things, 
I've been a meditator since I was 16 years old. I took my first transcendental meditation course. And I know when I am meditating regularly, I just feel so much more present and in touch and able to think more creatively, react appropriately, or be more proactive and stuff. So I highly encourage also people getting some sort of a meditation habit. And, you know, I think people think they need to have a special chair and a special place. A meditation can be five minutes just listening to the sounds you hear or, or listening to music. And people don't have to make it this big project. I have friends that say, I can't meditate. I can't, I can't get stuff out of my head. Well, no one can get all the thinking. You just have a thought. It's like popping a bubble and then let it go. And then just get back to your breath. I find that breath is the easiest way to meditate. Yeah, yeah. No, I love that. And yeah. I, you know, I think a lot of times what happens is people know how to meditate. They've did, done it before but they get so wrapped up in their life and in their business that they stop doing it and they don't do it anymore. And now it's like, Oh yeah, I remember I used to do that. I used to, it makes me, it used to make me feel good. Why don't I do that anymore? Yeah. But, and I think that's where I was, you know, last year I was, you know, I knew how to diet. I mean, I'd been, I'd been on every, I knew what I was supposed to be eating. I knew what foods I, I was supposed to be eating, but I wasn't, yeah. I just got so complacent with just, you know, eating whatever was in front of me or eating, eating whatever it was I wanted. Um, and the same thing with meditation. I had meditated years ago and it wasn't until COVID that I started adding that back and even reading books. I have a ton of books here that I never even read. And I start, I picked them up. I'm like, I have like all these books on the, on the side of my bed. I, and I was like, wow, I haven't read like hardly any of these. So I started picking them up during COVID. And instead of watching TV, I would open a book and read a book. Um, there's there's so much and, and, and self-care is all about taking care of your mind you know learning new things taking care of your body making sure you 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 look good you feel good you what you have going into your body is good and it's not just the food you eat it's the things you're listening to and the things you're watching um, and then your your mental and your emotional state in and dealing with the people around you so it's all of that combined so it's you know it's creating this journey it's it's and it's having having fun with it because a lot of times i think people forget to have fun with with where they are and, and what they're doing in life because they're so caught up in earning a living and so caught up in paying the bills and you know I've got to go to work i've got it seems you know this, this is what i have to do mm -hmm. and um, we get so caught up in that that we forget to take care of us yeah, you're right. We live in a busyness state, a state of busyness. Mm -hmm. And that is doing instead of being. We are human beings and we need to be and take time to just connect with, with source, with spirit. That's at least my philosophy. And it sounds like, sounds like you agree with that. Um, what, so how, if someone decided during COVID or right now, okay, I really need to take better care of myself and I want to work on self-care. How fast or how long would it take until they started to get results? And what do people normally see when they have a good self-care practice? Well, I'll tell you what, a lot of times it's, um, it's right away. It's, you know, as soon as you start meditating or as soon as you, you know, shift those thoughts, 
you start feeling better right away. Um, other, other things take time because it's going to take time to form a habit. You know, things like eating healthier. I mean, you can't eat, it would be nice if you could eat healthy today and be, be you know, 20 pounds less tomorrow, um, but it doesn't work that way. So um, it, eating healthier, exercising regularly takes time to actually see what it's going to, what it does to your body. And it took me six months to lose the 40 pounds that I lost right away. Um, and since then I've been, you know, I've been continuing it, but um, yeah, but I, you know, you can, it, the, you start feeling, feeling it depending on, on what it is you're doing. But I noticed when I stopped watching TV, the anxiety kind of went, went away within a, within a week or two. Um, so, you know, it depends on, on what it is. I know what you mean about the anxiety. I, stopped watching or listening to any news and it was kind of weird because sometimes I would be out of touch with things but it was usually someone said did you hear what happened and I'm like I don't even want to know it's not <laughs> affecting me well, if it's it. affecting me then I need to know but if it's something that I can't really have in positive impact on it's only going to create negative energy in my life so I leave yeah. it leave it out there um you know what you mentioned was you could feel the results right away. I did something real small. Well, I think it's small. I said, I'm gonna eat more fruits and vegetables. And I ordered a weekly farm box from a local farm. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, $25 for this huge box. I started eating some things that I don't normally eat. I love vegetables, but I had different kinds. It gave me a lot more variety. I felt better instantly because I started juicing again. And it was really fun to do. And this is something that I'm going to continue to do because it's really economical and it's helped me feel a lot healthier. Um, we're going to take a quick break and be right back, okay? Thank you for joining us. We are back with the amazing self-care rock star of Sally Green. Sally, this has been really fun. I still have a few more questions for you, though. You're giving us such great content here. Can you share with us some of your top self-care tips that, that my listeners could implement right away and see results from? One of the things that I started with right away was planning my meals. And I think that's key to sit down and say, okay, this is what I'm going to eat for breakfast. This is what I'm going to eat for lunch. This is what I'm going to eat for dinner. Having the whole week planned out and then making a grocery list and shopping for the entire week. Um, that was something I was really bad at because I would grocery shop three or four times a week before COVID. I would, on my way home from work or wherever I was, I would stop and buy dinner for that night and maybe the night after. So I was constantly in the grocery store buying things. You know, when, when you go, you're buying things off the shelf that you, you when you walk by that you shouldn't be buying anyway. Um, the snacks and the things that are oh, yeah. high level. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you go in for, you know, toilet paper and, and uh, uh, tissues and you wind up spending $120 on things that you didn't even, even want or need. So, um, that was, you know, that was the thing, sitting and planning, planning my meals, 
creating a grocery list and sticking to my grocery list, just buying the things that I needed. Um, that, was, that was really key in helping us to eat healthier and it, keeping me organized. And, and you, I didn't have to stick with it. I mean, there were days when, you know, I'd say, you know what, we don't, I don't feel like, you know, turkey taco salad tonight, let's do something, you know, let's just do a, something different. Um, so, you know, we would switch it up, but I had the, I had the ingredients to make everything for that entire week. Um, and uh, let's see, a couple other things was walking. I started, we started walking regularly. I have, uh, and it's funny, I've lived here in this house for 35 years. And right down the, down the street and across the road is a cemetery. And uh, when we first started during COVID, my daughter said, you know, I always see people walking in the cemetery. Why don't we go, we'll go down the street and, and walk around in the cemetery and, and we'll just talk. So I was like, all right, so that's where we started. We, and my, I have a steep hill. So we went down the hill and we crossed the street and we went around and walked around the cemetery. Well, we did, I think it was less than a mile because my daughter had her little Fitbit thing on and she, she was working out in, in regularly. We walked less than a mile and I started to walk back up the hill and I was totally out of breath. I could not even, I had to keep stopping. I would take two or three steps. I said, all right, I'm going to get to that rock and then I'm going to stop and take a breath. I'd take three or four steps and I'd have to stop and take a breath. Um, but it got to the point after two or three months of doing this that I would just down the hill, we'd do two miles or three miles and we turn around and I get right back up the hill. I had no problem walking back up and down the hill after that. But that initial, that initial time, it was, um, it was really difficult. So, um, so I would say get out in nature and go for a walk um, even, or plant a garden, something like that. Um, uh, another thing is, you know, I talked about the, the prayer and the meditation that really helped me a lot. Um, doing devotionals or um, reading inspirational books or, and, and then journaling, writing down, getting up every day and writing two or three things that you're grateful for, right, keeping, keeping your own journal, writing your thoughts and, and uh, things that, that happened. And I have two or three books of journals that, you know, just regular composition notebooks that I just, I just sit and, and write all my notes and uh, journal almost every day, what I'm doing, who I'm talking to, um, how I felt, what it, what was going on. And so, uh, you know, I, I, uh, I love doing that. And then a, another thing is my art. I love to paint. Uh, painting is my, you know, to, to take a blank canvas and to create something just brings me joy. So find something that you're, you're encouraged by and that you love to do. And, and if find something that makes you creative. Some people like to crochet or um, or do puzzles or just something that, um, that you enjoy doing. But there's, there's a lot out there um, that you can do. Yeah, those ideas are all great. The planning your meals, walking in nature or being in nature, meditation, journaling, art. And I think that we don't associate, the, associate those with self-care. I think we think that's something else. And self-care is anytime you're taking care of yourself and feeling good about it, and it or it's causing you to feel an ease and flow. 
I am really big about food preparation because I want to stay fit and healthy. And when I was in a relationship, I made meals for my family and I always wanted to make stuff that they would love. And then when I was by myself and just with my daughter, she didn't want to eat everything I wanted to eat. I felt like, oh, I, I didn't really care about as much what I ate. And then all of a sudden one day I said, why can't I make a beautiful meal for myself? Like really cook something lovely, set the table, even with a candle and enjoy a beautiful meal. And that for me became a huge self-care routine for me. And I didn't feel guilty about preparing a beautiful meal for myself. Why not? Right. I'm my best friend. So that was a great thing. And then as far as walking, I have a dog. So walking is very important. And I think that's great about walking in a cemetery. Cemeteries are usually very beautiful, green and lush and peaceful. Mm -hmm. And to think that nobody really gets to enjoy them, but you, you guys did. So that's wonderful. I, I love the meditation part. We've already referred to that. Journaling and writing three, three things you're grateful for. I would, I automatically wake up and think of three things I'm grateful for. Mm -hmm. And if I'm in one of those moods, it could be, just be that I'm breathing without having to think about it. And that I know I have fresh water and I have a bed to sleep in. But that to me is a great way to change your whole perspective. I haven't done journaling in a while and uh, you've inspired me to take that up. So I'm gonna figure out how I can incorporate that. I have a bunch of blank journals and notebooks. So I think that's what I'm gonna take up. Another one of the things that I did during this time was write down the things that I want to happen in my life. Um, so, you know, I, I would write down my goals and my dreams in, in, in my journal too. And so I would write, you know, I want to encourage and inspire a thousand women to begin or take their self-care journey. You know, I want to speak on a stage and have 20,000 people in the audience. And, and so I would be very specific. I want to earn this amount of money uh, per month. And um, I would write that down on my, uh, in my journal at the top. And I do that, you know, consistently, not daily than every, you know, at least two or three times a week, along with my, with my gratitude thing. Um, that's, that's a beautiful idea. And it really sets a, a great intention for the universe. I know that with my clients, a very important exercise is for them to write down exactly the type of person they're looking for and relationship and once you speak it out and write it out you have a much greater chance that the universe is going to pay attention and deliver on that yeah. there's something about putting pen to paper and I, I know a lot of people like to do it on the computers but there's something about having that pen or pen, pen in your hand and writing it out on you know on paper that puts it out into the universe. And even if, you know, I tell people to, and I've done this with my daughter, I would say, just write what you're feeling down. And, and you know, what so, someone, when she was younger, I'd say, you know, what they did to hurt you, just write it all down and then crumble it up and throw it away. And, and there's something releasing about there. No one has to read it. No one has to, to, you don't even have to read it back if you don't want to, just get it all out of yourself. And when you journal, that's what you do. You get it all out of yourself. And then, you know, like I said, you can just rip that page out and toss it. If it's something that you don't want people to ever see, or you don't want to, sometimes that's just a release in itself. 
Wow. Yeah, that's that's so true that when you write something that you want to get rid of and the way you described it to throw it away or burn it or have a ceremony about it, it's very releasing and healing. And then also the visualization journaling that's create. I think it's I once read that when you write stuff down, you're actually creating with your pen. It's almost like art. And so you're creating something and thoughts become things. Um, well, that's really great. And um, are, you know, most of these ideas, obviously food's going to cost money, but these other ideas, they really don't cost anything. Are there any other ideas? Because I know a lot of women think that having pedicures, manicures, going to get a massage, uh, which is great self-care. I love that. If you have a partner, you can give a massage to your partner and get one as well. Those are great. And But some of these ideas for self-care that we think of do cost money. Vacations, so the ones you've given us already don't even cost anything. Are there any other no cost or low cost ones you can think of? Sleep <laughs> and taking naps. I mean, that getting enough rest. I think a lot of times women are, you know, you're doing stuff in the, you get up and you have your little morning routine. And then at night you have your little night routine or you start reading or you start watching tv and the next thing you know it's it's way past your bedtime and you got to get up early the next morning um or you're sitting playing a game on your cell phone and, and the next thing you know it's it's three or four hours have gone by and you know nothing got done so um shut the shut the phone down take a social media break um and uh make sure you take time to get some rest and get some sleep uh, because that's gonna you, you know when we sleep that's when our body heals itself that's when our body rejuvenates itself that's when all the fun stuff happens you know i'm i'm like four pounds lighter every morning when i wake up <laughs> if you and then be then before i go to bed so i'm doing something in the middle of the night that's that's burning those calories so you know, I said, hey, if I could lose three pounds overnight, if I just slept, I could be losing nine, 10, 12 pounds a day. <laughs> but, that, that's a great tip. I love that. <laughs> but I, you know, um, but not to the point where you're just sleeping and not getting stuff done. Um, but make sure you take time to, to rest. Um, and then another thing would be I mentioned before is taking a social media break, getting off, shutting your phone off, leaving your phone in the house when you go for your walks, um, putting your phone in the other room at night when you go to sleep so that you're not tempted in the morning or you're not tempted during the night to pick it up and, and, and check and see what's going on. Um, and it's that whole fear of missing out. <laughs> you know, so, um, and, and getting out of the habit of constantly checking our, our social media pages and just living life and, and being in the now. Oh, I love that. Well, on that note, this has been wonderful. I think that, that the last couple, especially the sleep one is so important because we humans are sleep, sleep deprived. And I once read that not getting enough sleep contributes to weight gain. So obviously getting more sleep is going to help you potentially with weight loss and you can sleep your way to weight loss. And it doesn't mean that you sleep the whole day, but instead of watching two more hours of TV at night and raiding the refrigerator, you could just go to bed 
or go upstairs and read a book or, you know, go to your room and read a book, whatever. So that's a great one. Well, this has been amazing, Sally. I feel like our audience out there is going to have some great ideas that can help them. So thank you so much. Can you please let us know how my listeners can reach you? Sure. If you go to theselfcarerockstar.com, you can connect with me and there's a link on there and I will give you a, your own self-care rockstar journal with seven days of writing prompts to help you begin your journaling adventure. Um, there's also in there a free food diary where you can begin writing down the foods that you eat because it, knowing where you are when, you, in, when you're starting your eating uh, healthier journey by writing it down, it helps you to determine where you are and where you need to change. Oh, wow. So you've got a free rock star journal There's that a free our, journal. my guests can access or my listeners can access. Absolutely. That is great. Thank you so much. And they just go to the selfcarerockstar.com. Yep. There's a link on there. You just fill it out and, and uh, it will be in your email box momentarily if it's not there check your spam folder because a lot of my stuff's been going into spam <laughs> thanks for that reminder well sally you truly are a self-care rock star and you've given um such great ideas thank you so much for being here with me today and for providing such great information to my listeners i really thank appreciate you for it for having me i enjoyed it have a great all right day. take care sally i hope to see you again soon Love coach, lesbian love coach. She 